Welcome to the Fail Forward podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to change the negative stigma around failure into a positive. Failure is only a negative if we do not learn from it and we give up. Welcome back to the Fail Forward podcast. Before I start this episode, I just want to say thank you to everybody for listening, sharing and subscribing. The podcast in the recent weeks have gone from maybe 100 uh, listeners and downloads a week to now three, 400, 500 downloads a week. So the compound effect is really working and I really appreciate everybody for listening in and sharing and I've been tagged in lots of things and the momentum's really gaining for the Fail Forward podcast and I know some people haven't been able to quite compute what fail forward is because it's such a negative word. Um, but actually, now we're showing the world what it needs to do to, to actually turn failure into a positive and how we can all learn and change, adapt. I don't believe in failure. I just believe in winning or learning. And that's essentially if we don't win, we learn. So I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for your continued support with this podcast because it's going amazing places. And if you are listening and you've not subscribed, uh, now's your chance just to click the little button and subscribe to the podcast. And thank you to everyone who's been leaving the reviews as well, because it goes such a long way for me to be able to get this message out to the world so we can stop fearing failure and people can really live their goals and dreams. You can take the shackles off and really just see life as a game, just the way you play it and making the right decisions. And if you don't make the right decision, then you learn from it. So thank you. So what we're going to talk to, to talk about today is time. We've talked about it quite a lot in this podcast already, but I wanted to go into a bit of a deeper dive on how you guys can save time, be more efficient, because ultimately one of the things that we that that is very limited in life is the time that we have, the time we have on this planet, the time we have in a day and how we can be more efficient. When I lost everything, I had to be really efficient with my time. We were living in a rented accommodation. We had mould up to the ceiling in my baby boy Ned's room. He was six months old at the time. And what that really did is it gave me a burning desire to be to 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 fulfill my primary objective in life and that is to be able to look after my children and my family and at that time I felt like I wasn't hitting that objective so I had a massive massive drive of energy but I had to be really efficient with my time and today I'm going to talk about a few things that I learned in that in that time to be able to um, almost hack time and be able to get um, results and efficiency and productivity in the quickest way possible so we could make some money back so I could actually take my family out of that horrible, wet, damp um, bungalow that we're living in into a nicer place that we could live and I could feel that my children and family were safe. So here we go. First thing on how to save time is leveraging other people's time. And someone asked me the other day, what does leveraging mean? Well, leveraging means you're using somebody else's time. You're taking from, from them, you're getting somebody into your organization, whether it be a virtual assistant, a personal assistant, whether it be a member of staff, whether it be a contractor, but you're using, you're leveraging their time so you don't have to do things. So one of the biggest things that I can do, say, is to try as you're growing, and building your business or even in your life, day-to-day -day life, who can you leverage? Because at first, I didn't have um, many people. I didn't have any money to leverage other people's time. So I had to be really resourceful. One of the things we did when we were getting into the property game is we had to we were sending direct-to-vendor letters. So we were getting these nice, um, bright yellow envelopes um, and we were handwriting letters, which all take time. But that's not the best use of my time. Anybody could be doing that that I give the right instructions to. So we actually leveraged um, Sophie, who works for me, who've heard 
I've talked about before. She's my right hand woman. She's been with me nine plus years. She's amazing. Well, her younger um, niece, Harriet, which actually she works for us now. She's now 19 years old and she's actually doing all of our bookkeeping and our accounts for us. But she was 16 and she just needed to earn some extra money. So we paid Harriet um, a small amount of money um, to do these letters, put the stamps on, write the write the envelopes and send them out. So when I talk about leveraging time, if you're sat there thinking, well, I don't have resource to do that, there's always people, family, friends to start off with, of ways that you can leverage that out. You know, you've got to be thinking with your time, is this the best use of my time to get me to my goal? Because quite often there are highly important tasks you need to do in your life, but anybody can do them. And one of the biggest um, failings I see of... Um, people that um, I mentor or people in the business world is they say things like, if you need a job doing right, do it yourself. Or, well, if I'm going to do something, I need to do it. And it's quite um, restricting when you have those different thoughts, because if you think that you've got to do every single task, then you're going to end up being very, very busy, not having enough time and not being able to focus on some of the higher income generating tasks. Like if I was spending days filling in envelopes and sending them off then that would have stopped me from going and doing viewings on houses making offers on houses finding investors and things that are higher value tasks like sending those letters are still very important because we needed to get the leads in but it wasn't necessarily needed by me so my first tip on saving time is try and leverage other people's time and as your business grows you're going to have to go to new levels um, and those new levels are sometimes on your leadership and management of people because Having a, a one-man band business can, if that's what you want in life, that can be very rewarding, but you're not going to be able to create a life where you're not in your business every day because you are going to be the center point of it. So the more that you can leverage other people's time, the more that you can, you know, even for me now, we are employing more and more people. We are un, in uncharted territories. I've not employed as many people across four businesses that we run as today. And some days it feels scary and some days it feels exciting. And I think that kind of feeling of scared and excitement is is they're quite similar feelings. But it's all part of the journey of my growth as a leader to be employing more people because ultimately I cannot be in every place at every time between all the businesses. So my first tip to, lever to getting more time is leverage other people's time. Um, and that then moves on to valuing your time. The more you can value your time, the more that it will make it easier for you to be able to outsource and leverage other people's time. And what I mean by this is that if you can work out what your hourly rate is um, and then work out what what it is. And if you're sat here thinking, well, my hourly rate's quite low because I'm not paying myself a lot of money because I'm in startup phase or or you're not paying yourself a lot of money for whatever X reason then think about the amount of money that you want to be earning. So if you want to be earning, say, £10,000 a month in your bank, I mean, I think everybody would say £10,000 in your bank every month would be fantastic. Work out then what that is in a week. So two and a half grand in a week and then share that by 40 hours or 30 hours or however many hours in a week you intend to work and then you'll get out of the back of that a figure so that might be 100 pound an hour 200 pound an hour 50 pound an hour but when you value your own time when you then go to try and leverage someone else's time or you think shall I do it and you're doing what I would call a 10 pound task I'm not talking about 10 pound an hour task but they're low value tasks but important to the business still then when you're thinking that you want to earn £10,000 
a month and that works out to be I don't know the math so someone will be able to work it out and send it to me but say that's 150 pounds an hour you can then sit there and go is filling in yellow envelopes to send out to people the best use of my time no it's not because you're valuing your time so then you find somebody that you that that it it will work and you can leverage that so once you start valuing your time the first tip of leveraging other people's time becomes a lot easier now the next tip will help and it's these three are all together when you write a list, and I used to do this before the business went under, I used to write lists. Every Sunday, I'd write a list with about 100 things on it. Monday morning would come, I'd look at the list and I'd instantly be overwhelmed. Um, someone told me the other day, actually, if you have more than three things on your list, that overwhelms your mind. So having more than three things, 10, 20, 30 things on your list will be overwhelming. And what overwhelm leads to is procrastination um, and maybe lack of productivity, lack of morale, lack of motivation. So it's really important when you write a list, and this is a key tip, is to write out your list of whatever it is that you need to do for that week or that month of the 10, 15, 20 tasks. And when you write the list out, start writing next to every single task who in your organization or your network of people can do that task for you so instantly you're writing down everything needs to be done then next to that next to that task you're going to write joe harriet sophie mike whoever it is in your organization your team your virtual assistant and when we're talking about virtual assistants by the way you can get a virtual assistant from the philippines for four dollars an hour um, and they can do pretty much anything anyone can do in this country. And for them, even though that sounds really low and I do everything morally sound, that's a great wage for someone in the Philippines. If they do a full week, they'll be on the same amount as a doctor. So there's so many ways, affordable ways to be able to leverage other people's time. So going back to the list, you're going to write and then rewrite your list with all the things that have got your name next to it, which hopefully are going to be three or four things and they're higher income generating tasks. They're the really high value things that are going to get you to where you want to get to. And quite often they're the most challenging things because they need to be done by you. So it's very easy when you've got an easy, you've got a list of 20 things for you, your mind to concentrate on the easier tasks. It feels rewarding to tick something off. Then the three tasks that are left over are the tasks that are actually going to get you to where you want to get to. So it's really important important to be writing two lists and be leveraging out the important tasks but can be done by anyone tasks and then it focuses on you to then be able to do the real high income generating tasks so write a list then rewrite it with what with delegating it to your team um, the next thing that I absolutely love are WhatsApp voice notes. So WhatsApp voice notes have changed my life for many reasons. I am a person who enjoys talking, as you can see, and as you've probably heard for many episodes, I can talk for hours, which means that sometimes phoning up a member of staff or a team um, to have a conversation with them, to ask them to do a small task like, can you send those letters out to X, Y, Z, could turn into a 20 minute phone conversation because of course I'm going to ask them how their weekend was how life is and all of the niceties that of course have to be done but if you do that three or four times a day suddenly those 20 minutes add up to hours and that's that's taking a lot of your time up whereas in a whatsapp voice note you can be direct you can get across in a precise way exactly what you want to happen what it means for the person who's receiving it, they can listen to it three, four, five times. So if you tell somebody a really important thing over the phone, they're hearing it once. And then that's all they've got to go by is that one phone call. And they might have to phone you back and ask you more questions about it. But if you can articulate yourself, and this is why I'd, I prefer it over to text messages, because a text message could be a really long, really wordy, and you don't get expression and context in it. 
with a WhatsApp voice note, you can get exactly what you want across. You can itemize everything out. Then the person receiving it can listen to it three or four times, write notes, go back to it halfway through. So it saves a lot of time. Like, don't get me wrong, I still want to have a good relationship and connection with my team. I want to know whether they've had a good, good weekend. I want to know how they are and if everything's okay. But that needs to, that can happen on one phone call or it can happen in a team meeting. It doesn't need to happen every single phone call. Hi, how are you? You know, same thing over and over again. It is just a case of this is what needs to be done. Can you get it done? Thank you. As a receiver of WhatsApp voice notes, because I actually, where I mentor, um, I think it's about 26 tree surgeons now in my tree surgery mastermind. The best way that I save to communicate with me is by voice note. But sometimes I will get a 10, 15 minute long voice note. And a lot of people um and are naturally because you're thinking about what you're doing. And one of the greatest things I've discovered recently is that you can actually now listen to it at times 1.5, times 1.75 and times two. So you can turn a 10 minute voice note into a five minute voice note. Now, sometimes you have to slow it down if there's some important information being told, but it just means that you're speeding up the process again. And it actually just completely filters out all the ums and ahs when you're speeding it up. So there's some really efficient ways of using WhatsApp voice note. So if you're not using it already, start using it because I can guarantee you it will save you time. Um, the other thing with time saving is systems and automation. The more you can systemize your business, use things, CRM software like um, uh, we use Infusionsoft um, Keep, um, where we can automate uh, all of our emails. So if someone comes into our funnel, it will then send them 10 emails over the next 10 weeks telling us all about the services and giving people calls to actions. Once that's set up, that could serve 100, 1,000 clients who are coming into our into our systems. And that costs us about £60 a month for that CRM, £70 a month. So the more that you can use automation and you can lean into things like ChatGPT, AI, the systems, the automation, the tech that we have out there, and I'm not tech minded, but there's lots of people out there that are, the more that you can use the systemization and automation, it will save you hours of time. It will save you and your team a lot of time, and then you can be more efficient and more productive. The next thing is get a mentor. I believe that the biggest life hack that you can possibly get is get a mentor who has walked the path that you want to walk. What I do every time I want to start a new revenue stream, I want to start a podcast, I want to start a podcast, I found somebody who was amazing at podcasts and I went and did their course, I did their mastermind and learned about it. I did the same with service accommodation. I went to Progressive Property. I've, I, I'm now a mentor for Progressive Property, but I went in, I did their service accommodation course, I joined their, their mastermind. I've done the same with um, Expert Empires and Nick James. He delivers masterminds. I wanted to create a tree surgery mastermind. I followed Nick. I followed what he's done and I'm emulating him. So when you actually find somebody who's done what you've done before, the great thing is, is you get to understand all of the mistakes they've made, all of the different failures they've made because they're learning from it and you get to hack that and listen. One of the biggest things I suggest though is don't let your ego get in the way because a lot of people, we all have egos, a lot of people already think that they know it all or they'll sit and listen to somebody and go, I know this. But as my mentor Rob Moore says, to know and not to do is to not know. So it's really important to when you go to courses, when you go and when you find a mentor and you learn is to really lean into the learning and really understand where, where the learning is coming from. But my biggest caveat is, is because there's a lot of people out in the self-development world always follow people 
that are, are creating the business or have created the business that that you want or the revenue stream that you want. Hence why I have the tree surgery mastermind. You know, people, I have a successful tree surgery business. People want to have a tr successful tree surgery business. So people come on and I give them the blueprint of what I've done over the last 15 years in the tree surgery world, yes, it's still going to take, you're still going to have to work hard. You're still going to have to implement everything. It might take three, four years, but that's better than 15 years. You know, you could hack 10 years off of your life by finding a mentor or a mastermind or a course that's going to teach you all of the good bits and also all of the things that didn't go so right. So you can really hack time. And the last thing, is social media. Now, social media is a massive time draw. It's probably the biggest time draw. They have scientists, they have therapists, they have people that understand the human brain in Silicon Valley. And their job is to understand how they can get human beings to give social media platforms more attention. The more attention Facebook gets, TikTok, whatever, the more TikTok get paid because the more they can charge advertising. And it works like that. As a consumer of social media, we are not the customer. We are part of the system of how they make money. So understanding that social media can be a time draw can really, really help. But recently, because I have to be honest with you, TikTok's like my guilty pleasure. A lot of people say, oh, TikTok's for kids. But I, I've got really drawn into losing half an hour, an hour on TikTok. But what I learned is, is the algorithm understands what you like. So if you watch people like David Goggins, and if you know, if you don't know David Goggins, he's like an ex, I think, Army SEAL, Marine. Um, he's like the most insanely fit guy, and he's like a massive motivator. And if you start watching people like that, which I have done, I just get lots of Dave, David Goggins videos and all his videos are like, basically, put your phone down, get out and exercise, you know, do it, do it, do it. There's no excuse. It's all in the mind. You can win, win, win. When you start watching that, you soon put your phone down. So my biggest tip is, is if you if if you are a consumer of social media, start following really motivated, positive people, because before you know it, you'll be putting your phone down and you won't be on your phone because it will motivate you so much that you'll go out and do it. If you look at trash, you'll get trash in front of you. But don't be a consumer, be a producer, start producing content, start putting it out there, but be less of a consumer because you can lose hours on social media. Consume fell for podcast, but, but, you know, stay off social media. But so that's mainly all of my time hack tips, which I used in that first year and still use now. But that got me a lot of time back so we could then build the businesses. We could buy a family home again and get my family out of that really wet, damp bungalow. So those are my time hacks. I really love hearing and we've had lots of people messaging me about different episodes. I'd love to hear what your time hacks are because I'm always looking to improve. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share and tell the world about Fell Forward. Thanks all.